Hola, mi gente. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Local for Heart podcast starring me, your host extraordinaire, Ray Bonilla. And uh, I had to do a bonus episode because today officially marks Hispanic Heritage Month. And um, when I started this podcast, it, uh, I wanted to focus a lot on the Latino contribution to HARA. Um, you know, look at an NPR article from 2015. It says that Latinos represent 22% of audiences on any given weekend. But when it comes to horror, that portion jumps to as much as half the box office. Um, so why aren't there any movies, you know, with Latinos in it? Um, we obviously go to see horror movies. We obviously go to see movies overall. But when we make up 50%, uh, the horror audience, there should be more representation for uh, Latinx people at the theaters. And um, luckily enough, we've been uh, gifted, if you will, a movie, a horror anthology that's out today called Satanic Hispanics, um, featuring Latino filmmakers, directors, producers, um, all that good stuff. And it, it's it's good to see. So I had to do a bonus episode because, you know, this this is... This is why I did the podcast. Um, I love horror movies, and I would love to see more representation of people that look like me, um, be it behind the camera, be it in front of the camera, um, hopefully both. Um, and this this movie, Satanic Hispanics, will do that um, based on articles I've read, based on interviews I've heard. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I read an article in uh, Remescla, it's a it's a, a website you know geared to Latinos and it, well it's from 2018 I thought it was very interesting um, when the nun came out it was, uh, it was it was popular of course you know we, we just had the sequel come out which I did my review in the last episode of you know season two episode one um, but they they brought up a very important number that nationwide the nun made a, a lot of money and 36 percent of the audiences was Latino. Um, that's a lot. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's just interesting when, when you look at the numbers, um, how much Latinos support horror movies. Um, so that's why I wanted to do this podcast because, you know, I wanted not only to support horror movies because, you know, let's, let's, let's be real. Um, horror movies get shitted on a lot, um, unfortunately, but I think, um, it's, it's still important to see representation in horror movies. Uh, so I'm really excited uh, again for Satanic, Satanic Hispanics, which uh, again is out of theaters today. So definitely go see it. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I just had to drop in and, you know, give give everybody a, a brief uh, plot explanation on the movie, give a little background on some of the directors that are in it, uh, mention a couple of the actors that are in it. Um, because I'm really excited to see this movie. Um, I'll be seeing it on Saturday. Uh, hope, you know, of course I'll have a review, um, after I see it. So the next podcast will be a review of Satanic Hispanics. Um, but yeah, a, uh, read for Fangoria magazine and they had an article on the movie and they, they were saying, uh, the filmmakers, one, you know, two of the filmmakers, Mike Mendez and Alejandro Brugues, um, realized that there's never been a full Latino horror anthology, and they joked that they should make one called Satanic Hispanics. And luckily enough, here we are today, uh, 2023, and starting off, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month. And we have one. So it's good to see. So the plot for Satanic Hispanics is 
When the police raid a house in El Paso, they find it full of dead Latinos and only one survivor. Known as the Traveler, he is taken to the police station for questioning. There, he recounts tales of horrors from his life, chronicling portals leading to other worlds, mythical beings, demons, and the undead. He speaks of legends from Latin America. Satanic Hispanics tells the story of top Latino filmmakers that showcase the skills of Hispanic talent both on and off the screen. So I'll discuss um, this uh, five stories. So I'll discuss the, the five directors, uh, give a little background on other stuff that they've done. Um, hopefully it's things that you've seen and it gets you excited um, to watch the movie, whether you're Latino or not. Um, but yeah, so one of the directors and one of the, the main creators of this movie is uh, Mike Mendez. Um, he's done a movie that I just recently called, called the, the, the Covenant. Um, it's on Shutter, so you could check that out there. And it, it's, uh, you could tell Mike Mendes has a, a, loves his horror, but also loves putting a little humor in his horror, which is awesome. Um, you know, when, when horror comedies are done right, they're, they're great. AKA Shaun of the Dead, uh, Dead Snow, of course, you know, Return of the Living Dead, um, Huang of the Dead, which is, you know, one of the directors of in Satanic Hispanics. Um, but yeah, so the comedy was a, a nice mix of like the evil dead and um, Night of the Demons. Um, you can also see the, the influence of Evil Dead because he he did a, he directed one of the shorts in Tales of Halloween, uh, which is another anthology movie, of course, based on Halloween. Um, and his uh, his story was great. Uh, it's basically a twist on the slasher movies. Um, so his portion of Tales of Halloween was called Friday the Thirty First. Um, so it's it's you know I definitely recommend you check it out. I don't want to ruin anything, but it's it's one of those things where it's going in one direction, and then it totally makes a, a left turn, and it, it's quite entertaining. It's like maybe I was I would say like maybe ten fifteen minutes long, um, but it's it's you know it, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it very much, and the Covenant as well. Um, you know, obviously it was a low budget movie, um, but it was it was quite entertaining if you're into like um silly. It's it's silly, um, but a lot of fun. So, you know, that's that's to me that's all that matters when it comes to horror movies. Um yes, I like the serious ones. Um, but I also of course just enjoy sitting there and just having a good time. Um so yeah, so he's he's one of the directors. Another director is Damien Rugnan. Rugna. Um, and he directed Terrified, uh, which came out 2017, 2018. Um, and that movie, when it came out, it was just, you know, praising it and how good it was and how scary. And it, it was really, really good. Um, there's one scene in the bathroom where a gentleman, and I don't know if it's his wife or girlfriend, but um, there's some serious shit that goes on in there. And it's not like um, visually, it's just like, holy shit. Like I remember watching it, and my mouth was just like on the floor because I was just like, "Wow, this this is pretty um, dope." Um, so that that movie was great. I definitely recommend that. I, I don't know if it's still on Shutter. Um, it might be, um, but I am looking forward to his segment in Satanic Hispanics. Um, he's also coming out with a movie coming out. I think uh, it's coming out theatrically October sixth. And I believe it's going to be on Shutter on October 27th. So, you know, just in time for Halloween. Um, that movie is called When Evil Lurks. I'll be talking about that trailer 
uh, again in the next episode of Local Fahara. So stay tuned for that. But that that trailer looks like um, it's going to be just as terrifying as Terrified. Uh, not to be confused with Terrifier. Um, terrified. Um, so definitely check out Terrified as well, which again makes me excited to see his segment in Satanic Hispanic. So that, that's another um, thing I'm looking forward to. Um, the other director, the third director, is Eduardo Sanchez. Um, he did a segment in VHS2, which is a, another horror anthology um, called Ride in the Park. And oof, that one, it's, again, I like twist on the genres of stuff, you know, it gets kind of tiring of seeing the same Moshe all the time, but seeing his, um, I guess, interpretation or his uh, his view of zombies um, in his segment was really good. A, a, a bit heartbreaking as well, which made the segment even better. Um, but it's it's definitely interesting. You know, the the main point of it is um, you see this guy turn into a zombie and. He's wearing a, a, a helmet cam because he's, he's riding a bike, gets bit. So the point of view of his segment in VHS 2 um, is him being a zombie being shown through the helmet cam, um, which is quite intriguing and definitely um, new. It also reminded me of a movie called Colin. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's not a movie that's very well known, but... Um, this movie, the whole thing was told from the perspective of a zombie. Um, it's quite interesting. I have to revisit it. I haven't seen it in, in several. I saw it when it first came out. Um, so it, it's been several, several years, several, several years since I've seen it. Um, but I do remember liking it because it was different. I think that's the first time I saw a movie where the whole movie was told from the perspective of a zombie. Um, that again was uh, a bit heartbreaking and gets you know tugs at your heartstrings, um, and uh, this this segment, his segment, Eduardo Sanchez segment in um, VHS two kind of was like that as well. Um, so yet another reason why I'm excited to see to see his segment in um, Satanic Hispanics. And then we have um, Alejandro Brugues, and he did Juan of the Dead. Um, I've mentioned that earlier and I've mentioned it in other episodes of the podcast. Like that's, if you like horror comedy or just horror overall, you got to see Huang of the Dead. Um, it's, it's fantastic. It's hilarious. Um, and it's such a good time. Like, yeah, I I can't say enough about Huang of the Dead. Um, I went in that with little expectations and I came out of it with like, holy shit, like this thing is so entertaining and so much fun. And again, it's so funny. So um, I look forward to, you know, you know, obviously I'm looking forward to all the segments um, here because I'm excited um, to see this on the screen. Um, so, so yeah, so excuse me if I keep saying that, but yeah, I am excited um, to see his segment. Um, he also did a, a couple of um he did Puka Lives. Um, i never seen that, admittedly. Um, he also had a segment in uh, Nightmare Cinema, which was another horror anthology. Um, so as you can see, most of these gentlemen have done their shorts in other horror anthologies. So it's good to see them come together and do their own horror anthology. Uh, so it's it's a good thing to see. But um, in Nightmare Cinema, his segment was called The Thing in the Woods. And this was another twist on the slasher 
um, movie, and it's uh, again, it's so much fun. Like you think it's going one way, and it goes another way. Um, that's another way I can't recommend high enough. Um, Nightmare Cinema overall was a, it was a decent movie, um, but his segment in particular was so entertaining and, um, again, just so like fun and seeing all these um crazy shit that's happening where you think it's going one way and then you're just like oh fuck like we're going somewhere else um so that was good um so yeah so, so that was uh, alejandro Bruges, and then we have la muñeca de terror we finally have a woman um director in this movie and her name is Gigi sao guerrero any fan of horror will know who she's it who she is uh, she's done a lot of interviews um, she's she's done culture shock and Bingo Hell with one of my favorite actors, Richard Brake, who does a great job in that movie. Um, and Culture Shock has uh, Barbara Crampton, who hopefully I'll get to uh, an episode where I talk about my top 10 final girls. That should be coming out in the future. Um, I have the list already, so it's just about recording it and letting you know. But I will say this, spoiler alert, Barbara Crampton is on that list because I think she's underrated uh, she's been in the game for years and she's n- i don't think i've ever seen her name in scream queens list and she should be i mean she's she's hard royalty to be honest um she's been in everything and she's always good in everything um so she was in culture shock so i look forward to seeing Gigi's uh segment as well and it's good to have a woman um filmmaker in this anthology uh so I'm excited for that. And then, you know, some of the cast in the movie, it's going to be brief because, you know, there's a lot of people in there. But we have Efran Ramirez, who a lot of know him as Pedro in Napoleon Dynamite and his hilarious um, uh, role in Crank. So he was also in Crank and he was he was great in that, too. Like, I, I love him. He, he's a great actor. Um, and then we have Hem, um, Hemke Madera, Patricia Velasquez and Jacob, Jacob Vargas. Um Jacob Vargas, you know, I may have seen him in Selena, Get Shorty, American Me, and he was Joker next Friday. Um, so, you know, that's definitely a, a familiar face. So you have a couple of familiar faces um, in this movie as well. Um, so just uh, another thing, you know, just grabbing things from the Fangoria article for those that don't subscribe. Um, it, was, it was a phenomenal article. Um, but Mike Mendez said that, you know, it's, it's not a heavy message film. It's just something different, a distinctive flavor, and it offers an exploration of myths and legends that I feel are largely unexplored, certainly by American audiences. Um, I've mentioned in various podcasts I love horror movies that delve into the culture of other people. Um, so it's it's going to be good to see other, you know, the other myths in other, you know, Latin American countries to us, to me, rather growing up, it was a cuckoo, you know, oh, if you do this, a cuckoo is going to get you. If you do that, a cuckoo is, you know, it's going to get you at night. And I was just like, please, mom, if, you, if you're really going to scare the shit out of me, tell me Freddy's going to get me in my sleep. <laughs> like that's, that's going to fuck me up. But a cuckoo is kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever, a cuckoo. Um, but I, I do look forward to seeing, um, um, all these other cultural myths and legends and, you know, being familiar with it and, you know, coming home and checking out Wikipedia um, and see, like, you know, this, the, the story behind so many things. Um, and then the interesting thing, which I love a lot, is that Gigi and Damien asked to shoot their segments in their original languages, uh, Spanish. Rugna stated that 
quote, if our stories were taking place in our towns, we could tell them we could not tell them in English. Now I feel the film represents all Latino people from the big community in the States to those in Southern latitudes. That's end quote. Um, and he's absolutely right. Um, it's funny when we see movies and I, I get when they do it, but it's like based in China, but everybody's speaking English, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a pet peeve of mine. I just find it funny, but, uh, but I do like this. If, if it's based in Mexico, 90, no, 99% of the time is going to be people speaking Spanish. Um, if it's Latin American country, it's going to be people speaking Spanish. So I, I love that they're keeping that authenticity um, to their segments. And, you know, I, I look forward to that as well. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely excited to see this. Um, as you could tell, uh, probably from my voice and the excitement, um, I I highly recommend um People go see in the theaters. Um, money talks. Um, so if a movie like this can bring in um, that revenue that Latinos bring to not only horror movies, but to the box office, then hopefully our stories will be told more often. Um, or maybe just have more, you know, you know, Latinx directors, Latinx writers, Latinx producers um, who bring horror content. Um, we obviously bring, you know, ass to the seats, um, so I think this will help make a statement, um, that Latinos need representation, not only in Hollywood overall, but in horror as well, because of course, you know, it, it brings in the money. Um, so it's out today, um, opening Hispanic Heritage Month, as I mentioned in the beginning, um, podcast mostly this month, I'm going to try to focus on a lot of Latino projects, um, and maybe give a little history of, you know, a few things um, that I want to talk about. Uh, so it's, it's going to be an exciting month. Um, hope you guys uh, stick with me and listen to, uh, to the podcast when they come out. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to end it on this note. Go check out Satanic Hispanics. And uh, I'll have my review in the next episode. Until then, thank you for listening to this bonus episode. And um, talk to you guys soon. Greetings.